we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry, and as you can hear in the background, that's the music of Mendoza, who unfortunately passed away this past week. Uh, we Actually, this past weekend, uh, and uh, he had a brain tumor, passed away on Sunday, and he had been taking care, getting taken care of at home. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah, it's sad. Eh? One of the greatest uh, artists to ever come out of South Africa, whether it's quite or anything like that. Absolute legend. Thank you so much for the memories, um, Duduzi Chavalala. Rest in peace. It's the Quiricast. Back with you now. It is the Quidditchcast, and I'm your host, as always, Larry Quidditch. And uh, later in the program, I'm going to talk about the bond note situation after that announcement by the Reserve Bank, and then I will talk about nine topics that will make your love last. So, the, if you don't have a, a lasting relationship, how to bulletproof your relationships, and these are the nine things you can talk about with your partner and that sort of thing. Now, first of all, uh, talking about uh, other stuff that happened this past week, the Zim Hip Hop Awards uh, have started calling for entries for who should who. Uh, for people who like to be nominated for the Hip Hop Awards this year. They're happening in December sometime as usual, but uh, yeah, they, um, they're already calling out for awards. If you're outside uh, Harare, you can try and go to their website, zimhiphopawards.co.zw. But if you're in Harare, you can, can connect, collect a form from the, uh, what's the name of this, the classic hip, hip hop classic store or something like that that's in town, a new hip hop store. So yeah, go and do that. And speaking of uh, hip hop still, uh, you, you know, Shoko Festival's on this uh, coming week. And uh, this uh, artist by the name of MC Cheetah went out in a rant saying all sorts of uh, unparliamentary things and unprintables, uh, uh, you know, talking about how Shoko Festival is now an urban festival as opposed to being, uh, you know, whatever it is. And I wrote an article this week on my platform, Three Men on a Boat, three mob, three com, in which I say, you know, the reality of the situation is that Shoko Festival started off as a watchful hip-hop and spoken word festival, but those two genres, specifically hip-hop, fell behind. And meanwhile, in the same time, Zim Dancehall, even jazz, let's talk about jazz, Zim Dancehall, again, and then you get it's happened. Jazz disappeared and came back. And meanwhile, you, you look at uh, hip hop. Zim hip hop still needs somebody else. To, there's this idea that Zim hip hop must be mollycoddled, uh, you know, until it gets in, into space. It's not really trying to fight for a space that that is, uh, you know, uh, becoming a, 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 an entity that no one can ignore, you know, being in people's houses and forcing itself onto stages. Because when you really look at it, there are not many artists, there are very, very few artists who can actually say that if they, if they put a show 
together they can get 500 people to come and watch the show it's, it's sad it's actually that sad uh, also, so speaking of his though, one guy who is doing well in the hip-hop front, uh, Stunner, he held a lingerie party, or hosted a lingerie party, performed at uh, Harari's uh, strip club, uh, the private lounge. And uh, yeah, Bev and Zoe were there, and they were dressed a bit weird. They were, but it's a strip club, so you're not really supposed to expect someone to be on, you know, Gucci. What do people have, Victoria's Secret? No, that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, it was an entertaining night. Uh, a couple of hip-hop guy heads were there. Uh, Calvin was there. Begotten Son was there. A couple of other guys. I think, did I see Jizzy there? Yeah. It was a great performance from Stunner. He's actually a very good performer. He's performing from his uh, latest album. Uh, I forgot the name of the album. Gosh, Larry. Karen Mukwadea. No, she wasn't at the, <laughs> at the strip club. Uh, she's a Zimbabwean who's in the semifinals of TLC's... Uh, was it called TLC's Next Great Search Presenter? Next Great Presenter Search. There, yeah, get it right. And so she's in the lucky 13 in the, in the semifinals. So they're in a boot camp in South Africa um, at the moment. So uh, go, shout out to her. Uh, also happening this past week, do you see that fight between... I'm, I'm going to play that in a bit, uh, some excerpt. But Patisani and uh, Tariro, who are hosting the... Uh, while KVG is away, uh, Tariro is standing in for KVG on Star FM. They had a ridiculous fight. It was like so weird. It does feel like it was stage managed because you could see uh, with what's his name, um, uh, you know, people in management were having a bit of a laugh, weren't they? Because, you know, as far as your, your sponsors or, you know, people who work in, in, in those departments are concerned, uh, which not, not, not those departments, I think there's... Um, the guys who advertise, advertisers, yes, as far as they're concerned, you know, in reality, they don't really want that sort of thing. They want to see that unity and, you know, lovey-dovey and that sort of thing. But it seems to be all water on the bridge right now. And then finally, Italy uh, has confirmed a law that uh, passed last year that made public masturbation legal, pretty much. So you can jerk off in public if you're in Italy. I don't know if that's supposed to increase, uh, you know, people going to their country tourists because i don't see anyone leaving the country to go and jerk off in italy in public it'd be like really 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 expensive really really expensive wank would i wonder who's going to be but funny 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 culture so-called culture clash in media I'm not going to say what you want me to say. And I'm not going to answer to you calling me Chimama. I am not Chimama. Yeah, just in case the full fight, just go to www.3-mob.com. Can get the full fight there. So, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, so this past week, uh, the Reserve Bank Governor, Dr. John Mangwaj, came out and said that the uh, the much hated, uh, this, hate is not even the word, the much, uh, well, people are terrified, like literally shitting their pants over this. The, uh, the bond notes are coming at the end of next month. Now, this is going to happen. And that's the reality. I'm going to have my few words on it. But first, I'm going to play a contribution from somebody who had a few things to say and as far as, uh, as, as the bond notes are concerned. Hi, Larry. Uh, the issue of bond notes, I think the thought of it, of Zimbabwe having a currency, I think brings back a very horrible experience. With our currency, I think uh, it all culminates to one thing. And that one thing is mismanagement. Look at the 
coming in of the bond coin. Uh, the note has its history, I think, uh, being borrowed from the bond now, from the bond coin, which was introduced under very unscrupulous circumstances. The explanation was very dodgy. Its introduction didn't mean anything, and didn't have um, a deep impact uh, to the to the society. Now the bond note coming in, I think this brings it to an end. The little hope and the little savings that people had. Bond note, I think it will, it, 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 it already, just the talk of it, uh, but it's going to be introduced. It has shaken the informal sector. Socially, people have, uh, people's attitudes have been shaken in a way, and um, their spending habits have also changed in one way or the other. And from a political sense, I think this will exterminate its propounders, which, I, I'm, which sadly or fortunately they did not uh, foresee. Uh, so, bond notes. To some extent, I think they are good because they will bring a lot of uh, positives politically out. Yeah, uh, reading that just made me, I mean, listening to that just made me sad, really, because it, it is symptomatic of the misinformation that is happening in our country. Look, the, everybody who who lived through to the, to 2008 or between that period of 2005-2008 when, uh, you know, the barrier checks were coming out. has, has Because of the, how the banking system unfolded and, you know, capitulated and lots of people lost their money and so forth, they are right to have certain fears. But then the reality of the situation is that this is what we call a token currency. What that means essentially is that as long if, if you don't want to use the bond notes, for example, if you want to just swipe and so forth, your money is not affected. You, the bond notes are not are not a currency per se. They just something that you that you use for everyday transactions. Uh, a man who, who explained it to me quite well was uh, the uh, the MD for uh, was what's the name of this company MD or CR I think is uh, for Barclays. He said it's like a portable RTGS system. So essentially, what that two dollar bond note or that five dollar bond note that is being introduced will do, it will just allow you to transact. And and the idea that the bond coins did not work is is is, is ridiculous. In I mean, it's entirely ridiculous because let's face it. When the bond notes came in, people were like, oh, we don't want them, we don't want them, because they prefer the rand. Then the rand started crashing. Now, no one wants a rand. Everybody wants a bond coin, because it, it, it is rated at, at one is to one against the U.S. dollar. Now, having said that, the reality, the reality of the situation, like I explained, the danger of the bond notes is in the minds of the people, not so much in, in what it actually is. Uh, primarily because right now you've got people going to, to the bank, right, and spending uh, five, six hours in order to get $5 or whatever they get, I mean, $50 or $100. And we can either persist with that or we can decide to come up with a different type of solution. Do I think that bond coins and or bond notes rather are, are, are the necessarily the best solution? Uh, no, I don't. Do I think that they are not a solution? That's a completely different thing. They are a solution. But I don't think it's necessarily the bad, best solution. I think we should have persisted with uh, trying to get um, the rest of the country more connected to be able to swipe more and that sort of thing. But the fact that the bond notes are here, I think a lot of work needs to be done to make sure that people are educated as to their actual value. And this idea that it is a Zimbabwean currency is a completely different thing. And it's, 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 it's not entirely correct because it it. it, it it gives the assumption that we've introduced a Zimbabwe dollar, which our economy cannot afford to do. So in reality, as I said, 
uh, there needs to be a lot of education around this and and that's the thing and it might be a case of a lack of goodwill existing among people thinking that okay there's going to be mismanagement but i mean if if we don't know enough about what's happening with this uh, with the way things are even if we changed the government at that point would still be misinformed because it's easier to be misinformed. It's always easier to default to a horrific uh, set of circumstances rather than the facts. So and as far as the bond uh, knows the concern, as I said, do I think it's the best solution? Not necessarily. Do I think it's a solution? Possibly. And what we need to do right now is to find find out how we can keep making sure that people are held uh, to account in as far as making sure that uh, the system is not abused. <laughs> That is the Critic Arms turned the name is Larry. And in this final segment, I'm going to talk about uh, nine topics, conversation topics that can make your relationship uh, last a lot longer. And uh, it's whether you've been together for one week, a month or a year. You know, there's certain things that you want to talk about. And, you know, it helps to create perspective and understanding where your relationship is is going. Uh, First of all, foremost, and uh, I want to thank uh, Marie Claire. This uh, where I'm getting this information from. It's an article that was written by... uh, Corrine Redfern that out in in in, uh, in June 2015, and it was some, some really great, brilliant points. Yeah, the first uh, topic is what does love actually mean, and in reality, uh, is is you know if you can talk through your differences and as far as definitions of what love uh, means, then make you can make a um, conscious effort to deliver what the other person needs, uh, and you can bridge the gap and the reality because sometimes you know uh, if the, the if if you're working with different working assumptions, for example, the relationship might not work because the expectations are different between the people. Uh, does he watch porn? Uh, you know, have the conversation about pornography. And if you're one of those people that feels like no, uh, no, it feels like it's abusing and uh, you know, you know, whatever it is, of women, um, what do you call it, abuse of women's rights and so forth. Then you know, if you feel so strongly about it and his reasons for watching the porn, uh, things you cannot handle, then you can have that conversation. And, you know, it makes for a better future if you're going to keep in that relationship, if you have a fundamental understanding of something that important. How close is he to his mum? Okay. Uh, and, you know, if he's, uh, if he's individuated from her, is affectionate but not emotionally dependent, then you're more likely to be able to avoid situations where he feels is pulled between the two of you. Uh, do you either if you get emotional um, is there an understanding of what takes people off and gets them all emotional and so forth uh, is, if he's comfortable about talking about emotional things happy to open up as well as able to listen then when you do then it's a really good sign um, but if it's not then it's something that can be worked on is religion a big deal in your relationship you know uh, world views are different and sometimes you can throw in politics there how important is it that you don't have the uh, similar world views you know uh, but but whether you have different uh world views do your moral standards different differ sometimes it's a different way of executing uh the same ideal ideal ideals what what counts as infidelity does texting count as infidelity? Do, 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 does flirting uh, count, count as infidelity? Because, you know, you might then accuse somebody of being, uh, of lacking loyalty, for example, 
but you're not on the same page because they didn't think what they did was uh, was particularly bad. And what happened with their exes? Have that conversation. Why do they break up? You know, you can agree on the guidelines about what uh, contact the past partners is as ex- uh, in between past partners is acceptable to both of you by having that conversation. If they have no contacts with the past, then there might be a different thing altogether. But why is, is it that they don't have a contact with the past? What what hangups do they have? Are you spenders or savers? Okay, you know, you can mix and match. So one can be a spender, but uh, you both must be aware that the outcome of the conversation will predict the financial future. Does it really, really want kids? And do you? Do you both want kids? Because you don't want a situation where later on in life you think, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get them to come around. And you, you know, you start getting frustrated deep into the relationship. And then you become upset because you think, no, uh, they should really want kids and you and uh, you want. But right from the get-go, early days, you should have had the conversation and been able to, to find a common ground and make sure that you want the same thing in the relationship. And that's the key thing. In the communication, you have to keep uh, making sure that you both have got your eyes on your prize and you want to win for both of you in that relationship. And it's about conflict management and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Nine conversations that you should have with your partner uh, at some point in your relationship. Yeah, with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this uh, week's episode of The Credit Cast. Get in touch with me, info at larryquidirai.com, or you can get uh, get in touch with me via Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Quidirai. Quidirai has got a Y-I at the end. Uh, if you don't want to miss an episode of The Credit Cast, just go to iTunes and look for Credit Cast, or go on to iono.fm. And uh, you can uh, go into the uh, get the channel RSS feed and uh, load it on whatever device that you use for RSS, and then you'll be able to make sure you don't miss an episode. Catch me on ZFM Stereo between six and six thirty every Tuesday on Tuesday Night Football, and then uh, Health Matters between eight thirty and nine p.m. on the same channel. Just www.zfmstereo.co.zw. I would have that once again I say thank you very much for joining me and I leave you with simple words when tragedy befalls you start healing immediately the more time you spend sad the more of your life you waste it's been Larry it's been the Criticast take care of yourself if you don't like them I'm sure your sister will hey baby you wanna go out Bop, 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 bop,